0: Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. The Mel Robbins podcast is proudly sponsored by Amica Insurance, our exclusive insurance partner. Amica Insurance is all about empathy. They know that your auto, home, and life insurance are more than just policies. Home insurance is about protecting the life you've built. Auto insurance is there to protect you on the road ahead. That's why Amica takes a consultative approach to help protect what matters most to you. They're a customer-owned insurance company that puts your needs first, and their representatives are available 24-7 for claim-related matters. As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. Hey, it's Mel, and welcome to an impromptu jump-on-the-mic, people, episode of the Mel Robbins Podcast. Let's frickin' do this. Oh my God, you guys, I have something I have to talk to you about. Mm. Making your life as an adult as fun as summer camp Mm. and how to make adult friends using coffee shops in your neighborhood.
1: Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yes. But first
0: I got, I came from a coffee shop. Can we talk about this freaking pastry that I brought? It's gorgeous. Oh my God. I love a pastry, everybody. I I exercise simply to eat a 10,000 calorie pastry.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look at it. Well, it's, it's worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, most of you don't know this, but I have a love affair with pastries because my grandparents, Betty and Frank Schneeberger, they... What are you laughing name. about? laughing at my freaking well, name. Yeah. <laughs> it is a funny it's name. And perfect. also you act
1: like, you know, oh, you know, Betty and Frank Schneeberger. <laughs> yeah. Right down the road. Like yeah. it's like a very funny, like. <laughs> well, they're no longer. They're Frank. under the ground and up in heaven. No, now, I'm but, sure. Yeah. No, but they, they sound like folksy and yeah. like, they are people that we would I, like to yes, be friends with. I would like to And eat them. a pastry with. They, they are, they Frank. are salt of the earth. My grandfather
0: mm. immigrated here from Austria at the age of 15. Wow. He was in the Navy. My grandmother grew up in a coal mining town. Uh, in Ohio, wow. and they met because she was shipped off from the coal mining town to become a maid for some rich family based on a newspaper ad, Whoa. Oh and they gosh. met. And when he got out of the Navy, they started working in a bakery in Chatham, New Jersey, and my grandfather was the baker. And ultimately, wow. over the years, they bought out the owner, and they were the Chatham bakery people. This is, by the way, why I never saw them, because they ran a bakery yeah. by themselves. And when you run a bakery, dude, you're running a bakery. Mm -hmm. Right. So I always think about my grandparents when I see a great pastry. So I love pastries. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the breakthrough that I had. When I first moved to this tiny ass town Mm -hmm. a couple years ago now, I guess I haven't, I've lived here full time now for about a year. When I first moved here, I hated it. Mm -hmm. I was lonely. I had no friends other than you two. Mm -hmm. And you two are amazing. But I'm sorry, like, it's kind of lame if your only friends are from work, right? Yes. I hated it here. Mm -hmm. Today, I realized that I have had a life changing breakthrough. Mm -hmm. I woke up today and I feel like I live in adult summer camp. That's awesome. I woke up I rolled out of bed. I had my glass of water. I made my bed, and then I checked my phone. And Amy, you and David Gerbitz were already <laughs> texting like schoolgirls. We were. You, like at 5:30 in the morning. We were you're like, up. who's up? Yeah. And you're texting photos of, <laughs> of the view yes. this morning. And then Weird. you're like, who wants to do something? Is Amy pulling a card? Are we going <laughs> for a walk? What's happening? And then and then you said, Mel, Get in here. <laughs> and that was the last text I read. And I was like, here, what do you mean in here? And then I realized you were talking about just get in the text chat.
1: Yeah. And and then oh. talk to us. Well, we were up before the bugle, you know, at camp, <laughs> kind of. Like we yes. were just up. And yeah, we're we're like-minded in that way. We're all up early in the morning, doing our thing, getting our day started. So I was like, Mel, get in here. What have you got to say? Oh, what are we doing? Oh my god. Yeah. And I felt this like oh, <gasps> I
0: have friends. Yeah. I have friends that are having fun that want me to have fun with this. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then like, it just was this moment. And so as I was reflecting on this this morning, I thought, how did I get here? How did I get here? How did I get from being new to a tiny community, feeling so depressed and lonely, being worried that I had made a huge mistake by leaving a place that I had been for a very long time, convincing myself I would never find people like people have in college or you have at summer camp, and yeah. you're just having fun and you're doing life together, and there's no, there's some drama, but no drama really. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And here I am, and I've created it. And I realize the point of the episode today is to get you to consider that it is within your power to create an experience as an adult. Where your life feels like summer camp, where your friendships are really fun, where you're having fun, where you wake up to text chains, where friends are already talking. And that's what's happened. And oddly enough, it has to do a lot with coffee shops. I can't wait to hear this. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, great. And I just need to also say that. There are people outside doing all kinds of work around here. There are tractors. (laughs) There are stone walls that are getting built. There is pavement going in today. (laughs) And so, you know, you're going to hear some stuff. Yes. And we're not going to edit it out because the whole point of the Mel Robbins podcast is that we're doing life together. And we're putting our arm around you and taking you on that walk with
1: us. Along with all the brawny men outside. Yeah, We're jumping on the mic. Yeah, Yeah. we're just
0: jumping on the mic together. And I want to inspire you today to think about the next 12 months of your life and the breakthrough that is available to you if you start to show up differently and you get super intentional about creating fun with friends and meeting new people and putting yourself out there. Oh my God, there's a friend of mine. Oh my God, it's a friend of mine calling like on cue. Gretchen, Gretchen. Mal? Yes, you're on the podcast. We were just talking about friendship and how it sounds, <laughs> it feels like summer camp here. And then you called.
1: Oh, I'm so glad I called too. I'll call you back when you're done with your podcast. All right, but just
0: tell everybody how miserable I was a year ago.
1: Well, you thought you had no friends. You did have friends and you were depressed and you were a sad sack, but you had friends and you were loved. You just didn't feel it.
0: Oh, whoa. Drop them. Drop them. Hey, wow. Exactly. (laughs) She sounds like the camp counselor this morning. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right, my love. All right. I love you. I'll call you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, okay. Mm. Maybe we should start there. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you do have friends and you're not letting them in. Amy, I'm looking at you. Yeah, I believe it. You're looking at me because I just said that.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, just yesterday, Amy turned to me and was like, "I, I, I, I need to find my friend group." I'm like, "Bitch, yeah, I'm in your friend group. What are you talking?" I about? I thought man? about that, and I told my husband Tim about that, and he was like, "That is probably the rudest thing you could ever say to somebody." I need friends while looking at a room full of people <laughs> <laughs> that are like your contacts. Not and your you, t- not you. <laughs> I mean, real friends. You no, we I know it's it's true. But you know what the you know what that points to though, Mel, is. I was feeling, you know, a little sad. Why? Because I was looking at life through the lens of I don't have any friends. Mm. I was literally telling the person, you, that I am friends with, well, I don't have any friends. <laughs> how lame is that? You know, and, and I was thinking about that moment and how I changed my mindset on that and how, you know, you were kind of like, all right, listen, this ends here if you're not going to consider me, you know, like a good friend. And... I thought about it and I thought, why do I feel like that? It's just a habit to feel
0: like that. Yes. And I also think that as an adult, there is a major change in mindset that you need to make. And interestingly, Gretchen clearly called at the exact right time to make sure that we talked about this. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. kind of uncanny because when you're growing up, so much of your friendships are orchestrated through teams and classes that you're in and through people that live on your hallway or people that you work with. And so they are made for you through proximity, Mm -hmm. right? But the older that you get, the more intentional you need to be about causing those bump-ins and causing reasons to get together. Mm -hmm. As life gets busier, as you get older, as people move away, as people go through different life experiences, whether it's a change in a job or an ending of a marriage or a breakup or whatever, or start, Mm -hmm. start having kids or get a ton of dogs or whatever ends up happening. Your friendships change because you stop seeing people so much. But here's the mistake that I made is I stopped thinking that the people that I didn't see as much we're my friends. We associate the amount of times you see somebody with whether or not they're actually a friend of yours. Mm-hmm. And I am here to make you think differently on a number of levels, because these are big breakthroughs that I had. A year ago, when I was a sad sack, lonely, I got no friends, bitch. I remember it.
1: I was so sad. Tell the, the, Amy's favorite story about me is like the definition of pathetic. Yeah. Well, you were you had just moved into this house and it is a gorgeous home and your surroundings are fantastic. And yet you're crying your eyes out. And, you know, like Gretchen said, super sad sack. And I was trying to cheer you up. And I said, Mel, what do you think you'll do with the landscaping here, knowing that you love flowers? I said, do you think you're maybe going to plant some some hydrangea here or peonies that you love? And you said, I don't know. I'll probably just leave it all dirt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what do we know? Who's outside today? We're planting. Yeah. A year later, here I am. Planning peonies, hydrangeas and tons of hosta. Yeah. And here, this is an important part because when it comes to loneliness and friendship, It doesn't matter how nice your car is. It doesn't matter how good your job is. It doesn't matter how much money you have or you don't have. If you tell yourself the story that nobody likes you or that all your friends are gone or that you're the only one that doesn't have a friend group or you can't have any fun or you're not having any fun or you'll never have fun again, you will stay stuck there. And the truth is your friends didn't go anywhere. Your friends, I am convinced and I need you to hear this loud and clear, Every single adult right now is having a friendship crisis. Mm. (laughs) You believe that your friends are having this wild party and you're not invited. And it's not true. Every single time I talk about this topic with anybody, they chime in and say, I feel the exact same way. I feel like I never see my friends. Mm -hmm. I feel lonely. I'm not having as much fun as I would like to have. Mm -hmm. And I got so sick and tired of going, I'm just going to live with dirt. (laughs) I'm not going to plan anything. Then I said, woman... (laughs) If you want to have more fun, if you want friends, you got to put your ass out there again. You do. You have to cause this. Just like if I want plants to grow, I got to plant the seeds. I got to split the hosta. I got to stick them in the ground. And I'm telling you, I want to inspire you today to think differently about friendship. Okay. I want today to be the day that you turn the corner and you start to plant those seeds because you can wake up a year from now and go, holy guacamole. Mm -hmm. My life feels like
1: camp. Yeah. I have a lot of friends. I'm having fun again. And they're on purpose friends. What is an on purpose -purpose friend Friend is (laughs) somebody that you deliberately wanted to be friends with and made that friendship happen. Mm. Okay. So, uh, not on purpose would be work friends or friends that you, um, I don't know that you maybe do some kind of sporting activity with, but like, It's not because you're a friend group first. It's just the sport. They're an acquaintance kind of person. Yeah, yeah, there's a common bond, but that bond comes before the friendship. Mm. So like the softball, softball team's going to always exist, whether you're on it or not. Hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. I love this distinction. Okay. (laughs)
0: The difference between the bond that's created versus the friendship that's developed. Mm -hmm. So to use the three of us as an example, we have a bond because we work together. Mm-hmm. Every day, but our friendship got created because we took it way further than just the bond of work. Yes, yes, yes.
1: There's oh, caring and empathy that. and nurturing yeah. and support hours, outside hours, and like yeah. Outside yeah. Hours. Yeah. and. Yeah. and, and Probably HR non-compliant. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, conversation. But that's cool because it's, on, yes. Purpose. Yes. it's, okay. yeah. it's yeah. on purpose. Yeah, okay, it's on purpose. So we want on purpose friends that's are are amazing, and I'm kind of just opening up to that too because you don't feel like they're. I think that's part of the reason why I felt like I didn't have any friends because you feel like they're just friends with me because I work with them, right? Yeah, or they're just friends with me because I'm in school with them, right? Right, and and that can make you feel like you're not yeah. really a good friend. Yeah, But on purpose, friends, for me, fill your life with such vitality and activity and excitement because they're there for you. Mm. Yeah, They're the friend yeah. that's behind you, not mm. behind the softball team or the organization that you work for or whatever. They're there for you. How mm. great is that to be yeah. on purpose with your friendship?
0: Great. So already two massive takeaways. Number one, There's a lie you're telling yourself, which is you have no friends. That's actually not true. Mm -hmm. Your friends are still there. What's been missing is the fact that you're not being proactive about developing the friendship piece. So let's take Amy's uh, little framework there. Every relationship when it's a friendship has both the bond, which is usually created from some outside force, you're a neighbor or you're working together, or you go to the same yoga studio. Or your family. Or your family. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good one. Or uh, whatever, like you went to college together. Mm -hmm. When the bond that brings you together all the time disappears, it's on you to keep the caring and the interest and the outreach alive, because that's what the friendship actually is. And so I want you to understand that all those people that you used to hang out with, that you used to feel that bond with, they're still there. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking you left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you have an opportunity to flip your thinking and realize it's literally about reaching back out, getting very intentional mm-hmm. about the reconnection, because the last three years and everything that we've all been through, I think evaporated the bond that brought most of us together in real life with our friends. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's takeaway number one. Mm -hmm. Takeaway number two is that this is possible in your life. You can have an experience in your adult life that your entire adult life, when it comes to friendship is a camp experience, that you're in it with other like-minded people, that you're having fun, that there are activities and if you want that, then get the shovel out and start planting some seeds. And today I'm so excited to share with you this framework around coffee shops, because I think this is a simple way to get your butt out of the house, Yeah, especially for those of you like the three of us who moved to a new area in the last three years yeah. and all the bonds disappear because we're in a new physical location. And so this could be you. This could mm-hmm. be you, that you've gotten a divorce, you've changed jobs, you've moved in the last three years, you've graduated from college, you're right. in a new city, you broke up with somebody and now you're single. Right. All these things that evaporate bonds, your friends are still there, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you can make new amazing friends too. Mm-hmm. I gotta take a quick pause <laughs> and eat this freaking pastry. When we come back, I'm gonna unpack this amazing coffee shop example to how you, yes, you, can start to create the best friends you've ever had in your life as an adult. Mm, I we'll can't be right wait. back. Awesome. As long as you're on vacation, you're happy, right? But the truth is, some vacations are better than others. And there's one that's better than all of them. Celebrity Cruises. With rooms, food, and service like theirs, you'll never want a vacation any other way. They even have weekend Caribbean escapes for a quick getaway. So visit Celebrity.com, contact your travel advisor, or call 1-800-CELEBRITY and see why nothing comes close to Celebrity Cruises. Ships Registry, Malta, and Ecuador. With Capella University's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Have you ever heard about the Your Garage feature on cars.com? Here's how it works. You add your car to your garage to track its market value and cash in when the time is right to sell. Track both your car's historical, real-time, and projected value. And then when it's time to sell, easily secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with Your Garage on cars.com. Welcome back. Uh, It's your friend, Mel. Got my arm around you. We're going for that walk. We're having pastries this morning. Amy and Jesse have joined us. This is one of these impromptu episodes. I cannot get the information out of my mouth faster. (laughs) Ah,
1: Yeah, you got a lot to say. I have a lot to say. You have a lot to say. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about friendship and coffee houses. It seems like a low lift. Right. Seems like, you know, something achievable. So... Okay, tell us what you got, Mel. I'm so excited about this because I do think it's possible for the next
0: year for you to take on a project around friendship Mm. and for you to create the best friendships of your entire life doing this. And I'm so excited because I realize looking backwards that that's what I've been doing for a year. I've been putting myself out there and putting myself out there and putting myself out there. So here's the (laughs) here's the 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 bakery friendship what, what should I call this framework? The three part? I don't even know what the hell to call this. Here's I, how you use a bakery to get friends as an adult. There you go. <laughs> so I think one of the hard things about being an adult, particularly in this world of remote work, is that you don't have as many chances to bump into people. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so that bond of a softball team or work, or your kids' soccer games, or going to a yoga studio, one major thing that has impacted adult friendship is that people are way more secluded in their homes. And so it's reduced exponentially the opportunity for the first part of friendship, which is that external bond that brings you together. So you got to create the bond. And what I realized in moving to a new town it's hard to find people. Like, where am I finding my people? And mm-hmm. and I don't want to seem like a desperate stalker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do I find my people? And when I'm out in public trying to create this bond, um, how do I approach without seeming creepy? How do you do that if you're introverted? Like, yeah. this is weird. Yeah. It's not like we're all freshmen in college again, because People that are out in public, you don't know if they're new to the area. You don't know if they've been here forever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. And so we sort of opt out of these opportunities. And that's where the coffee shop comes in. So first, I want you to think about your town. And I'm going to tell you something that's true that you've probably never thought about. There are four types of coffee shops in your town. Mm, Okay. There is the chain. So, mm. Dunkin Donuts, Honeydew, Starbucks, insert your favorite chain, okay? yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one type. There is the first responder coffee shop where the EMTs, the uh, volunteer fire folks, the you know, police officers, they're all gathered there every morning. There is the neighborhood local coffee shop, which is the place that a lot of moms stop by quickly on their way to school, or maybe they meet their mom friends after school. And then there's the fourth type of coffee shop in your neighborhood, which is that high-end one. Mm -hmm. You know, the kind of place where people wear an apron with leather straps and the pastries (laughs) look like you would pay $75 for them, right? Yeah, are you getting a cocktail or coffee? You don't know. Yes, Yes. and you have to think about it and identify those four types of coffee shops because the coffee shops themselves Create an opportunity to create that external bond mm. that is needed in order to form a friendship. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Yeah. Because all four of those types of coffee shops automatically, like the sorting hat in Harry Potter, <laughs> sort out the kind of people <laughs> that walk through the front door. Mm. Yeah. I'm I could see this. That. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm with so. You. If you think about the first type of coffee shop, the chain, that is not a great place for you to create a bond with Mm. anybody that you want to become friends with. Yeah. A lot of them have mobile order. A lot of them have drive through And so the entire psychology and energy of anybody going to that coffee shop is get in and get out. Yeah. Get in and get out. Make it efficient. Get in and get out. Don't want to be seen. (laughs) Correct. Right. And if there is somebody sitting in there with a laptop, they're likely going to have headphones on. Right. Because they're trying to get something done. And because that kind of coffee shop experience is so transactional that Mm -hmm. people are in and out and in and out and in and out, it's a very distracting place to work. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a great place to create a bond. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna just move that off the table, okay? Yeah, makes sense. Second type of coffee shop in every community is what I call the first responders, salt of the earth coffee shop. This is where the people that grew up in the town the old yes. timers, mm-hmm. the uh, volunteers that keep our town running—they yeah. got the best damn donuts in town, and the it's, little cups of coffee. Oh yeah, yeah the saucers, little those like yeah. thick saucers. Just yeah. like used to be the diner crowd. Yeah, yeah. and it's here's, an institution.
1: It's an institution. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: when you're new, it is intimidating as hell it to is. walk into it. Even it's though true. it's all of the most best amazing people who you know everyone. I yes, know. they make they your have, town. Yeah. Run. Right. Yes. But it
1: feels
0: like an insider. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It feels like a yeah. hard casing on top of that that you have to kind of crack. And you feel through. like you have to sit Why? down
0: there.
2: Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, no, I'm just here to grab and go. But
1: you yeah. got I don't know. Everyone then
2: yeah. there is relaxed and sitting and, and gonna yes. be there for a while.
0: Yeah. Now that kind of first responder, salt of the earth, thank you for your service, everybody. We love you. Yes. Uh the the backbone of our town. That kind of coffee shop proves my point because that coffee shop experience where everybody gathers, mm-hmm. they're always there having their <laughs> cup of coffee before work, or they're always there after plowing all the driveways out of yep. a snowstorm, that coffee shop has created their bond. Yes. They wow. prove that it's possible. Yes never thought about that. Right? Yeah. And by sitting there over a cup of coffee and having it be a ritual to start their day together, most Mm. mornings, their friendship is deepening. A couple things about this kind of coffee shop. Best donuts in town. They probably have a crawler, you know, that big, you know, kind of donut thing that you're going to dip in. I'll tell you what they don't have. Those kinds of coffee shops never have a machine that makes cappuccinos and lattes. You're right. But don't have espresso, right? Yeah. No. Nope. And so here's the thing I want to tell you: if those are the kind of folks that you really connect with, and this is my entire extended family, mm-hmm. I come from a line of farmers and machinists and CEOs and sheriffs and nail technicians and school administrators Uh and people that own bakeries. These are my people. Yeah. 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 But it is so intimidating when you're in a new town. It is. To penetrate that established crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being a kid and sneaking into the teacher's lounge. It is (gasps) like that. Yeah.
1: But if you're lucky enough to do it, they're going to be great people. You're you're in
0: good hands. If you just show up every week and you sit down, they will put their arm around you. Yeah. You yeah. just got to start showing up. And so that's coffee shop number two.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to take another quick break because I want more of this pastry. <laughs> journey. <laughs> get in there, Mel. And when we return, I'm going to explain coffee shop number three and coffee shop number four. And then we're going to get into some really great techniques that you can use. Once you pick which coffee shop you're going to try mm-hmm. to establish your bond in to make the approach. Mm. Stay with us. Awesome. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And don't you dare do what the old Mel Robbins used to do, which is put off getting your mother a gift until the very last minute. And then you're scrambling and you're calling the flower shop the day of, you know, you've done it. So have I. We're not doing that this year. You want to know why? Your mom deserves better. In fact, she deserves the best. That's why I want you to check out Cozy Earth. They're one of my favorite sponsors of the Mel Robbins podcast because. They make the single best sheets on the fricking planet. I am talking soft, moisture wicking. If your mom's going through hot flashes like I am, cozy earth. If your mom loves snuggly soft sheets, cozy earth. This Mother's Day, treat your mother to the luxury she deserves with cozy earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize her self-care and sleep health. She deserves it. Don't forget to use promo code Mel Robbins at checkout for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. And after placing your order, select podcast in the survey and select the Mel Robbins podcast in the drop down menu that follows. Let's frickin' go, cause your mom rocks. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers like you with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. You'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers, a billion members, 180 million senior level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. You'll be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B. In technology, LinkedIn generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than any other social media platforms. You'll work with a partner who respects the B2B world you operate in. 79% of B2B content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash Mel to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Mel Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. It's your friend Mel. This pastry is so damn good. I'm talking about adult friendship and how I'm on a mission to inspire you to create the best friendships of your entire life. Coffee shop number three in your town, the local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. It's where all the moms go on the way to work or on the way to dropping off kids at school. Mm-hmm. And it's the place where it's bustling in the morning. You got people with laptops out. Every other customer, they're like, I'll have the regular. And the people working behind the counter are like, they know. Oh, that means you want a uh, a latte with three sugars, and you want the carrot muffin to go. Mm. They're usually busy till like eleven
1: because a lot of people meet there after dropping off their kids. Like it's that kind of place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. it's different from number one because it's maybe not a franchise and it's just more local. Yes, the local feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And different for number
0: two because it's not really the place where you see the established group. Yeah. Almost every morning. Yeah. Okay. This is the place that if I had to meet you at 10 o'clock to catch up,
1: we'd meet there. Yeah. Mm. You know like what I mean? Like, solid food, solid coffee. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to yeah. get the right yeah, thing. Exactly. They got
0: the little punch card yeah, where you oh, buy the, the coffees, program. the loyalty cards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. They might even have the alphabetized index on the desk, you know, for your cards. You can leave oh, it there. It's, oh, okay. it's like that kind yeah. of place, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They might convert to sandwiches. You know, at at noontime, that kind of place. And and all the teenagers in town work there in the summertime. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And, you know, one of the other things I'm going to layer into this is that sorting hat reference. Mm. Certain types of people go to certain types of coffee shops on a regular basis. Mm. I'm not saying that we don't frequent all four because I do frequent all four of these. Sure. But there is my go-to that if you could only pick one of the four, there is one that you would pick. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know the kind of person that you are and the kind of sorting hat thing that's gonna happen for you. And, And this gets deeper and deeper, but let me tell you number four, Next, so number four is that coffee shop that is always written up in the travel guide about your town. Mm, it is the one okay. that is with barnwood, mm. and the people that work there are very like kind of cool. Yeah, maybe a beanie. Yeah, you've got a you've got a, a, <laughs> a apron on with a leather strap. Yeah, the pastries look like a million dollars. The, uh, the coffee is strong. Mm-hmm. The, the latte machine is like the size of a New York City bus and it looks <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And, and that is a whole different crowd. Yeah. Very. Ah. A whole different crowd. Yep. And one of the things that I love about this distinction is that when you decide one, two, three, or four, you got two hours to kill. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to go sit with your book? And the reason why this is important is because, you know, instinctually in your heart, there are going to be certain kinds of people with certain kinds of interests coming in and out
2: mm-hmm.
0: because none of these are better than the other. They just attract a person who's interested in certain things. And look, there are amazing people that go to all four and there are complete assholes that go to all four. It's not about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It's about what people like. Yep. Right. Right. So that's why the sorting hat is important. If you want to start to make adult friends, park yourself at one of those coffee shops several mornings a week and on one day on the weekend for an hour. Mm. How is that going to help, Mel? You're going to start seeing people coming in and out and they're going to be the same people. Mm -hmm. And you're going to start saying hello. Oh. And like, mm. I've seen Jesse at coffee shop number four. Guilty. Yeah. Yes. And it was Jesse that told me about it. Mm. I had been here an entire year. I did not know that coffee shop number four existed Wow.
1: Because your eyes were closed. Yes. To the friendship. Yes. I was still thinking I was just going to have dirt around my house. Yeah, So I'm not like going Mel to a coffee shop. Living in her aunt aunt farm <laughs> and with so, all the
0: dirt. Yeah. Jess like, have you been to this coffee shop? And I'm not going to name it because I don't need stalkers showing up there. Even yeah. Even though I'd mm-hmm. love to promote all the coffee shops in our town. Yep. Yeah. But... I was like, no, 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 kick rocks. No, I walked into that place. I was like, am I in Brooklyn, New York? Yeah, there's a person with a beanie. Yeah, there's an espresso <laughs> machine. There's a, a, a pastry that I'd pay seventy five dollars for, largely because it tastes like seventy five dollars. So yeah, I'm yep. willing to pay six five dollars for this thing. I think it was what it was. <laughs> That's a yeah, bargain. Bargain. That's yeah. a freaking bargain. Yeah. And when I walked into this place, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! Yeah." And so, here's how this works: This becomes your go-to place. So, anytime you meet somebody new or somebody introduces you to somebody in the town, you say, "How about we go get coffee on Saturday morning at nine o'clock at the such and such?" Yeah. Now, here's where this starts to build. As you meet new people, here's what you say. Cause I always meet my friends there mm. at nine o'clock on Saturday morning. You're That's creating an ad institution. Right there. You're creating
1: yeah. your bond and in your institution. You know what? This is, you know what's hitting me right now? Friendship is a verb. Oh, Ooh. like when you're saying, oh, let's meet up for coffee or park yourself at the coffee shop, and then you actually have to talk to people. Yes. Friendship is a verb. Like you yes. got to be doing things. It's an action word. Like you have to make it happen. That's yes. what's hitting me right yes. now. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And the Good more point.
0: you go there, the more you start to know the staff and the owners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see who else knows the staff and owners. And then that mm-hmm. gives you an in. D- don't you just love this place? Mm-hmm. How long have you known so and so and so and so? Mm-hmm. And here's another way that you can like strike up a conversation. If you're standing in line, turn to the person next to you and ask them, What's the best donut? What's the best muffin? What's the best pastry here? What do you recommend? Yeah. Mm. That you're in. Yeah. yeah. That you're in. And here's the other reason why I don't like category number one for this kind of friendship building. Who in their right mind turns to anybody at a Starbucks or a Knuckin' Donuts is like, <laughs> what donut do you recommend? Yeah. Like, no, like, you're like, idiot. They've had the same ones for a decade. What do you mean? <laughs> what ones? Have you never been here? The menu has not changed. Yes. And, and yeah. plus, you don't know if they're just driving through. Yeah. 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 And so this allows you to start to create that bond. It gives you a place where you're always going to say you meet people on Saturday mornings there at nine o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and that's your parking spot. That's your bond. And then you tell people that
1: every time you meet them there and then people start to bring their friends. Yeah. And that's how it starts to grow. I love that, Mel. That's such a great strategy. If you're outgoing and you happen to be one of the top motivational speakers in the world, Mel, (laughs) but for the rest of us and for many people in the inbox who write in and struggle and say they're introverted and they're shy. And, you know, it's really hard for them to put themselves out there. You got any specific tips for anyone who's introverted? Here's another tip. If
0: you're shy and if you have trouble approaching people, here's the best way to approach for anybody. Look at something the person is wearing, or look at um, some feature like glasses or nails, yeah. or a hairstyle right. or a hair or color or right. braids or whatever it may be, earrings, or a weave, jewelry. or yeah, earrings, yeah. earrings, jewelry. Compliment them. Mm. Compliment them. Yeah. When you compliment, oh my God, your nails are so great. Wow.
1: People literally light up like a light bulb. They do. Oh, yeah. They do. Yeah. I know I do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So everybody else must too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. I got another good one gum. <laughs> Gum gum. I'm telling you, my therapist told me this when I was in high school. I was an extroverted person, but I became really, really shy when there was a class of like 100 girls. I went to an all-girls school and I didn't know how to talk to any of them. So my therapist said, you know what? Always carry gum with you. And when you meet another person, say, would you like a stick of gum? And that's how friendship starts because you're sharing the gum. The next thing you know, you're talking the next thing you know, you're having lunch with the person. So after you compliment their earrings, take a look at their nails, tell them that they're beautiful, give them a piece of gum. You got any other lines, any good openers as you're talking to strangers in a coffee shop? Yes. If you're new, I would say this all the time to people. I'm new here. What do people
0: do here? Mm. Yeah. Or even if you're That's not new one. somewhere, you can say to somebody, I've fallen out a loop of loop what's going on. What's going on this weekend around here? Yeah. 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 And here's what's super cool about that. Let's go back to the way that coffee shops work as sorting hats. Coffee shop number two, those folks are going to tell you something super fun, like, oh, well, there's a tractor pull over at such and Such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there's a huge like pizza fundraiser thing going on for the local, you know, fire department. Mm -hmm. If you go to coffee shop number three... It'll be like, oh, well, there's an art fair at the school, something going on at the library. You go to number four, it's like, oh, well, there's a mushroom foraging such and such happening. Or there's an author coming to the bookstore. Right. And so, again, you're pulled in for the aesthetic, you're pulled in for the type of food, you're pulled in for the vibe. Those kind of folks tend to have certain kind of events yeah. that yeah. they go to. And so you're also then going to get recommendations that also feel like it's something you actually might want to do. Right.
1: Well, and what I'm also getting from this is that you it's it's a better spot to make conversation at number yes. 4. Yes. Cuz it's not it's not transient where people are going in and out. It's it's not institutionalized. It's not focused around maybe kids or work or something like that. It's a great place to strike up a conversation. So go yes. where it's a little bit easier. Yes.
0: And here's One more recommendation that has really helped me. And again, I think I've demonstrated over and over that I can put myself out there. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Like it's an emergency to solve the loneliness problem. Yeah. And so I have no problem going up to people and saying, I'm new to the area and I desperately need friends. Like if you guys need (laughs) friends, let me know. Yeah. Like I I, I did. How do you people meet people here? And most people laugh and say, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yep. And even if you have been in an area for a long time, there are two things I want you to do. It is okay to live in an area for 20, 30 years and feel lonely. And it's normal. And I think most of us do because of the last three years and quarantine and remote work. It's okay to do all of this in your own town where you've always lived and to say to people, I've become a hermit. I'm trying to like make some new friends. Like if if you Mm -hmm. feel that way, you guys want to start a walking group or something, you want to just meet here on Saturdays. So we have a touch point. Right. And then if people say, yes, I get their cell phone right then. I text them right then. Mm -hmm. And here is a power move. You say... The second I walk out of here, I'm going to forget what you look like. So why don't we take a selfie? So we remember this moment. yeah. Yeah. And so that when I text you, you're not like, who is this freak from (laughs) the coffee shop? What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. And so that. that is a major thing. And I say that because for the first six months, I started using this coffee shop strategy. I didn't do that. Mm.
1: the selfie thing. You yes. Do that. And
0: then weeks would go by and somebody would text and be like, hey, you want to meet at the bakery? And I'm thinking, who the fuck is this? Like, what, who did I give my name to? I yeah. don't even like, and then I've got ADHD. So I would right. have deleted the text chain. I'm like, who the fuck oh, is this? Geez. And now you're embarrassed because oh. you're like, uh, who is this? All right. What's your name? Yeah. yeah. And then you walk in and you're thinking, okay, what's who, what person am <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, that that's not for? a good
1: start to the friendship. <laughs> yeah, right. no, so you smoothed yeah. it out a little bit with yeah. the selfie yes. thing. I think that's a that really is a power move. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really good. And that and that also shows you're super determined. Right. We're getting together. I'm We're, going to see you again. I'm going yes. to see you again. Yeah. yeah yes. I like that. Yes. Yeah. And I have one final tip.
0: I can't wait to hear it. My desire mm. is that your life as an adult feels like summer camp or college is that you're constantly rolling out of bed and it's like, Hey, let's go grab a meal. Hey, let's go to shop. Yeah. Hey, you want to go on a hike? Yeah. It's like constant kind of just bumping into people and energy right? around yeah. it and fun, spontaneous fun. So one thing that I've started taking on more and more, and I stole this from friends of mine that I think are hilarious <laughs> is that I try to lighten up every single group chat that I'm in with memes, mm. with funny ass photos. <laughs> and it works wonders. Yeah. Aww. Like when somebody texts you, like you want to get together, I will literally take the ugliest selfie and be like, absolutely, <laughs> but not right now. Cause I haven't even gotten dressed for the morning yet. You know, yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah, Or you want to meet for coffee? Yeah. I'm so excited to see you. I'm coming in my pajamas and I'm yeah. not kidding. And then yeah. I take a photo, you know, like, yeah, that sort of, That's I'm awesome. in camp again. Mm-hmm. I'm having fun again. You Good. are. I'm, and it's working. Yeah. yeah. It's working. I've <laughs> gone from wanting to just have dirt around my house <laughs> to putting plants in the ground. I've gone from feeling like my only friends are people I work with to feeling like, like well, actually, I feel like I, I it's not even that my work friends have become my friends. It's that I just get to hang out with my friends all day long. And we call part of that time work. Right. 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 You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, totally. Oh, my God. This morning was it. <laughs> what happened? What are you oh talking Oh, my about? God. Well, first of all, I've already told you I woke up. I did my like, you know, my ABCs. I yeah. you know, got up out of the bed. I drank my water. I made my bed. I was about to go out for a walk. I pick up my phone. And there is this. Literally long text chain of Amy and David going freaking off yeah like with each other at 5 30 wow. in the freaking morning <laughs> on a friday <laughs> on a friday wow. it's friday people you gotta double down <laughs> it started at 5 6 a.m with a God. video <laughs> so from david rem cycle then jeez. <laughs> uh of the mist in the valley i, I can't I, you know yeah. i home sweet home amy says i just can't i, I was just thinking about you um he's like i'm good i'm ready Amy's like, super. What are the weekend plans? David's like, get my health and wellness underway. Start figuring my business out. Relax. Uh, blah, bitty, blah, bitty, blah. What time is the card pull? Yeah. Oh, Amy pulls I cards, as you know. Amy's jumping right in. Super. Pulling the card at 645. Guys, I'm sleeping as all of this is going on. 620, I wake up and I see the last thing, which is, Mel, get in here if you're up. <laughs> I'm like, I love these people. So we text back in the morning,
1: and then all of a sudden, to your cabin and start. Yeah, well, David did. He came over to my house, and we did a walk in the morning. It really is like a cabin. (laughs) I said,
0: I feel like I'm in college or a camp. I just fucking love you guys. Yeah, and then David's like, Mel, this is. This is way better than camp. It's fucking amazing because we can have wine here, and then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what time that are we sounds, now? That sounds that like seven. seven. Okay. And then
0: I love this. I walk into my <laughs> coffee shop, and guess who's there? David. And then guess who pulls in? You, Jesse. And yeah. then guess who pulls in? Vaccine, our other friend. No way. she was having a meeting there. Oh, of because course. Because of course, where do you go to have a meeting? Just don't go to number one. Yes. Right. Because you're not going to establish the bond there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. How freaking cool is this? It's so cool. And this is available to you. What did you two get out of this conversation? It just, it, it's so, I want to say
2: easy. It's easier than we think. Oh, mm-hmm. then we give it credit for. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I never did this
2: even in the city when I had access to 10 coffee shops, you know? Yeah. Never, never tried because you just stayed in your bubble. It's just so cool to go to a place to be like, oh yeah, there's my friend. And then I'm going to bring another friend here. Like I'm trying to meet someone this weekend mm-hmm. for coffee. Nine o'clock and- Saturday
1: morning. Done. Nice. Okay. I will. I'll it's do that right so before cool. I go
0: to Jane's game. Jane's oh, game. yeah. Okay. And so, you know, to those of you that live in a bigger city, here's the thing though. Your neighborhood has all these places. Mm-hmm. And your favorite place to go exercise has all these places around it. Yeah. And your kid's school or your office has these four places around it. And so get intentional because getting serious about adult friendship, stop lying to yourself. You do have friends. Your friendships are still there. Mm -hmm. It's on you to reach out. Number two, use the coffee shop model. Use the coffee shop model and get intentional about this and you be the
1: first and you be the one pushing it and you yeah. bring the fun. What I love about this is it's something you do anyway. Yep. You're having your cup of coffee anyway. Yep. Are you going to do it alone? Or are you going to do it with other people? Like you said, Mel, like you're going to exercise anyway. Are right. you going to do it alone or are you going to do it with other people? You're cooking dinner anyway. Yeah. Why not invite a friend, have both your families come on over, yep. you know, enjoy the time together and yep. make it a, make it a friendship moment. And I loved what you said, that friendship is a verb. Mm. You know, so that was a really, happens.
2: really good point as well. That it takes a lot of, not a lot, but it takes effort and action. And
0: yeah, we're not in first grade anymore. Yeah.
1: You we know, don't just show up in class. No, and but you know what? Friends.
0: The best years of your life and the best friendships are ahead of you. So get your ass number one, number two, number three, number four. <laughs> yeah. All righty. <laughs> I love That's you. Great. I love you. I love you. I love you. I want you to have this much fun in your life. You deserve to have this much fun and you can create it. Give it a year. Keep chipping away at it and you will find your people because I just did. And whoa, God, is it amazing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll yeah. talk awesome. to you in a few days. Oh, God, we got to get a knife. Holy cow. I have a pastry. I have a fork in my backpack. Do you think a fork will cut through that? You carry a fork? I do. Okay. Like a metal fork?
1: It's a fork from your house that I meant to return yesterday that I didn't
0: return. Oh, now you're stealing shit from my house. Whoa. I feel like my dog must feel when he's (laughs) staring at the dog food that I'm mixing up. I literally feel my mouth salivating as you're doing that. I realize I haven't blinked, (laughs) just staring at it. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm so excited that I'm like choking myself here with my own air. Um, And that's probably a vacuum that somebody can hear. That's what's hitting me. I don't know if you can hear the vacuum in the background, but things are getting cleaned here. We're cleaning up. Good job, Oakley. Should I wait for the construction vehicle to go by? Are we hearing the beeping? Yeah, actually, maybe the beeping, everybody is trying to get you to go deep, deep, deep. This is really important. Attention. (laughs) Attention. Attention. Oh, and one more thing. And no, this is not a blooper. (laughs) This is the legal language. You know, what the lawyers write and what I need to read to you. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. I'm just your friend. I am not a licensed therapist, and this podcast is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. Got it? Good. I'll see you in the next episode.
2: Stitcher.